Okay, we are in Perik Yudzalid of Sefer Hosea, Pasuk Aleph to Esham Shomron, and we will soon recognize that from Pasuk Bays on is the one of the most famous Haftaras in the entire repertoire of Navi. That is the mafter we read on the Shabbos between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, Shabbos Shuva. But before we get to Pasuk Bez, we must get to Pasuk Aleph, which deals with the last unfinished business of the 10 tribes, the Northern Kingdom, and that is the city of Shomron, Samaria, the capital of the 10 tribes of the Northern Kingdom. And because it somehow is still in existence, even after they've been exiled, the Navi feels that out of Shomron came the strategy, came the uh, ideas which so promulgated the evil of the 10 tribes that now you've got to deal with Shomron. And so the Navi says, Te'esham Shomron, Shomron will be destroyed, will be devastated. They rebelled against their God. They will fall from the sword for their sins. Your touching, uh, their, their children will be smashed. Their infants will be smashed against the ground and rocks. The Hariosa Yivko and their pregnant women, their bellies will be split open. Not a very good way to open the parrot, but as many of us have, we have seen that throughout history that um, it was not just an idle prophetic threat. So now we begin the concept of Shuva. Shuva can avert it all. So we start with the first sentence, Shuva Yisrael el Hashem Elokecho. Return Israel to your God. So there's a question as to who is this Nevoah addressed to. Most logically, and most of them of course agree, this is to Yehuda, the surviving kingdom. They have seen as eyewitnesses what happened to the 10 tribes. And so this is a warning. You want to avert that fate? This is the blueprint. This is what you must do. Some say that no, it is even directed to the 10 tribes before the actual destruction. It is telling you what we have learned before in the Navi and in the Gemara, that if the sword is at your neck, you still have the opportunity to do Jushuva, that even Ephraim has the opportunity. But as we say, most feel this is directed to the surviving kingdom of Yehuda. So the Navi begins, Shuva Yisrael ad Hashem Elokecha, return Israel to your God. Ad Hashem Elokecha teaches you that when you do Tshuva, you go straight to the Kisei HaKavo, to the throne of the Kaddish Baruch Hu. So that Ad means go straight to the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Ki kashalta ba'avonecha. Because you have failed uh, in your sins. 
Avonos are a terrible category of sins. They are considered sins that are done bemazed, purposely. And we are going to get to that, how they are accounted for here. Continues the Navi. Kuchu imachem dvarim v'shuvu el Hashem. Take with you dvarim could mean things, or dvarim could mean words. And the Radak puts it beautifully. Kuchu imachem dvarim. Let me read it to you. Enos shoel michem b'tshuva. Kaddish Baruch Hu is asking you to tshuva. He's not asking you lo b'kesef, b'zahav. He doesn't want your money. He doesn't want your gold. Lo olos. He doesn't want your korban olos. Elad barim tovim shetichserubahem. He wants you to speak out your tshuva. And that's why the Rambam tells us one of the biggest uh, requirements of tshuva is to be misvade on the chayt, to verbalize a confession as to what you have done, delineate, list what you have done. Um, with all your heart. <clears throat> but not just with your mouths alone, but with a full-throated confession. So Shuri Yisrael Adashem Alechem Kishatav Ba'avon Necha Kuchui Mochem Zvarim Take with your mouth with Shuvu Hashem Imrui Love Say to him Kol Tisa Avon V'kach Tov V'neshamo Parim Svasenu Say to him Take on our sins V'kach Tov Judge them for good V'neshamo Parim Svasenu And instead of Parim Instead of sacrificing bulls as carbonos by rote, listen to our words, listen to our lips move. Um, there again, the Rajak says um, that you want the tshuva more than you want the carbonos. So now the Gemara in Yuma, Daf Pei Vav Amud Beis, gives us some of these exact meanings of the sentence. Omar Reish Lakish, Gedola Tshuva Shezona Naasos Lashkagos. So great is repentance because the willful transactions become like they were shogay, inadvertent, a much lighter category of sin. You have stumbled in your iniquity. Avon, we have said, is a very serious form of Avera. It's, it's amazing. It's purposely. Um, you have stumbled indicates an inadvertent doing. So how do you reconcile that? Avon amazed. And here you're saying, Mishal is stumbling, which is like an inadvertent act. So how do you resolve it? Gedola tshuva shezdonos naselo kishuyos. When we do tshuva, the zdonos, the sins we committed, bemazed, are treated as if they were accidental, unwitting. That the wicked returns and he is judged with righteousness. And so we see that this quality of tshuva, if done, it's as if 
Some say you never sin. The sins are wiped clean. The Mephorshim also say that in, in human nature, they say somebody wronged me and then comes to me for forgiveness. And yes, I forgive them. In truth, there is always a residue of resentment. It's not a total forgiveness. With the Kaddish Baruch Hu, it is completely done, as we're going to see. It is completely done with um, forgiveness that erases the slate completely. And further, the Gemara says that when it is done out of Ahava, when you're doing that shuv out of love, it's better than even Yira, when you're doing it out of fear. So, don't bring the olos, don't bring the chatas, come and articulate the tshuva. Continues the Navi, Asher lo come to realize Assyria is not the answer. That's not going to help you. You rely on the Kaddish Baruch for your salvation. You don't go to Assyria. I'll so slow near Kav. We will not ride on steeds as if um, going to Ashur on horseback to ask for its help. And no longer will we say to the Kaddish Baruch Hu, that which we created out of our hand, specifically those icons, those little wood um, carvings, the, the pestles, the statues, that's not going to save us. We're finished. From you we seek the compassion that one gives to a yasam, a lost orphan. That is what we are asking. Um, continues, I will cure you, uh, says the Navi, as a nadava. In other words, I am wiping that slate clean, that it's, it's not of, it is, Returning you to a clean slate. Um, uh, that, as the Radak says, Avas Nedova, Ayem Avas Nedova, Mulev Tov, He am me Shahoyo Leo love shop me menu, Kavan Shu shop at Shuva. Once I see you coming back in Shuva to me, a lie. The Emor was shown wrongly, Al Derech Prat. You come to me as the individual, and I wipe the slate completely free. I will be like the dew to Israel that is constant, that is there each day, that you can count on it. I will blossom like a rose. A rose is the metaphor, because this is the rose faces upwards, so will B'nai Yisrael face upwards to the Kaddish Baruch Hu, the Yachshor Hashav Tovono. And even though the rose has very fragile roots, yet your roots will make the Yachshor Shkilavono, like the Levono, the tree, the mighty cedars of Lebanon, with their very strong roots. Additionally, Levono is a metaphor for the Mikdash. It will mean you will be back in the base Hamikdash, your roots will be back stronger than ever.
Your children will be like the olives, that they be fruitful olives. That's one of the brachos we give. Um, uh, in Tehillim, that your sons will surround you at the table like olives, that the olive is considered a symbol of the, the fertility and the strength. The reach local vonon and the fragrance will be like the levonon. Again, the levonon meaning here um, the mighty cedars, but also at the same time a metaphor for the base hamikdash. It will be restored to its strength. Yoshubu Yoshe Kitsilo, you will return to the shadow, Yahu, and live under the shade of protection of the Kaddish Baruchu. Jagon, the wine, the Yafriku, the uh, wheat, the Yafriku Kageth, and you will blossom like the wine, Zichru Kiyayan Levanon, you will be remembered as the wine of Levanon. In other words, your fame. You will have not only the spiritual renaissance, but a reincarnation. It will be wealth. It will be prosperity. It will, your granaries will be filled. Your vineyards will be productive. And the world will know how renowned you are. And the respect of the world will follow. Ephraim Malion, and the Navi turns to a beautiful metaphor of language, Ephraim. What more do you need, La'atzabim? What do you need these idols for any further? Ani Onisi, I have answered you, I have forgiven you. Vashirenu, Ani Kivrosra, Anan, I will be like. Who is the Navi at this point talking to? The ten tribes after they are exiled dispersed into the world. Right. Who, who's listening to this other than Jews? Exactly. It's all of them. And he says, Ephraim, he's using the word Ephraim, Malio. What more do you need that's directed to Ephraim? As we said at the outset, it's directed that maybe Ephraim will still have the opportunity of tshuva, but it also is that in the end, if we do the tshuva, they will come back. They will be guarded. Um, says, I am like the cypress, and from it you will get the fruit. The cypress, we know, is a tree that's branches bend over, very strong branches, so the individual can hold on to it. There is a mixed metaphor there, you will find of its fruit. The cypress tree does not give off fruit, but we are referring to it will give off the spiritual fruits of B'nai Yisrael. There are other trees that will give B'nai Yisrael the prosperity, the material goods. Says the Navi, Mi chacham Who is wise enough that understands this, that understands the workings of the Kaddish world? Navon v'yadayim. Again, wise and just understands, has a conception. He sharim darche Hashem Tzadikim will understand. Tzadikim who know how Kaddish Baruch Hu works will understand exactly um, how this all works and 
Those who don't, if they don't understand it, they are going to stumble. The Radat puts this in the frame of reference of understanding a simple concept. Well, it's not such a simple concept. It's bedeviled us for years. And that is Sadek Aralo Russia Vitovlo. That it seems so often in life that Sadek has the roughest time. The Russia who is wicked has the good time. It, it confounds some of the greatest minds and scholars. And yet, says the Novi, Chacham Yovinetzev. Because he knows the paths of the Lord. He knows the Kaddish Baruch He knows, as the Radak explains, that often the Tzadik gets his punishment in this world so that it will magnify his reward in the world to come. If you understand that concept, a Chacham who understands the way the Kaddish Baruch works, understands that that's why it seems Tzadik Barolo because he will make up for it in the world to come. As far as a Russia, Russia of Tovo, the Tzadik again will understand that the Russia gets his reward now, so that the punishment is that more acute and severe in the world to come. So the Tzadik understands it because he goes on dark Hashem. It's smooth, he understands what the overall master plan of the Kaddish Baruch the Russia doesn't. And so the Navi concludes a magnificent hope of tshuva that promises a world of both repentance, of prosperity, Israel reunited, the world respecting the growth and the greatness of Israel, Israel being the light unto the nations for which it was intended, a beautiful way to end our study of Hosea, a beautiful Haftorah for Shabbos Shuva, for doing Shuva. And so with that, we conclude Hosea and Emir Hashem. 8.45 a.m. we begin that household word that everyone knows as a prophet, Yoel. So Emir Hashem, 8.45, tomorrow, be there.